What's your favorite scary movie? Stop for a time in the podcast for two 20 something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. The boys <laughs> are back in town. Back <laughs> again. The dead speak. We are um, back. Everyone, welcome back, Elle, from <laughs> certain death. Ah, uh, it was awful. How you feeling now? I'm much better now. Yeah. <laughs> My, my voice works and it's great. I'm so happy to have that back and not like be coughing every five seconds. So colds are the that. worst. Love that. Love that. I hope I carried the torch well on my own here. Um, yes. So what we meant to do two weeks ago and we're now doing now is, <laughs> is an early gem from Peter Jackson called Dead Alive. At least in, in the U.S. it's called Dead Alive. Everywhere else it's called Brain Dead. Mm-hmm. We get to have our own title because we're stubborn Americans, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I know the reason. There was another yeah. movie that came out that same year in the U.S. at the same time called Brain Dead. Ah. And they were just like, oh, we don't want to get them confused. And I'm just like, well, then you're an idiot if you just don't look well, up the difference. <laughs> well, also, I don't like... Which one is remembered more? Like, what other movies called Brain Dead? I, I think I've actually, I think I've heard of another one called Brain Dead, but this one I think has stood the test of time more because of Peter Jackson's career and everything. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, for those who don't only know him as like the Lord of the Rings guy, he came from horror. Um, before this, he had done Meet the Feebles and oh fuck, what's the other one? He did some other movies. I'm blanking. <laughs> I just got back from work. Sorry. Um, this is some. This is, so. Uh, and what it's about. Okay, I, we always forget to do like the plot, especially what? for one that I doubt as many people have seen. So, it's yeah. it's a it's a New Zealand movie. It was filmed there, but it takes place in New Zealand in like the fifties, and this this guy Lionel has a very close relationship with his mother, and she gets bit by this like rat monkey thing that turns her into a zombie. Yeah. And more zombies just start coming, and it ends with this big party where everyone turns into zombies, and he has to kill them with a lawnmower, and it's <laughs> the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> like, I, I can't believe I'm a, You know how, like, like, now, as you're an adult, you look back on what kids are watching, and you're like, oh god, are they, like, old enough to watch that? But, like, I was watching this in high school. I specifically <laughs> remember I didn't go to a school dance and just stayed home and watched Dead Alive instead. I think it was, like, winter formal or something. I was like, this is, this is better. Hell yes. Um, but this was your first time watching it, right? Yeah, it's, it was, I'd heard about it many times from you, but I'd <laughs> never seen it. Uh, and I didn't know what to expect, because I had, I had, didn't watch any trailers or any clips of it at all so i was just oh. like i'm gonna go into this completely blind um and it is a wild ride from start to finish <laughs> yeah like did you know how wild it was gonna get did you know no ah! i had no idea i was like by the end i was just like staring at my screen just like this like, i'm like i can't say this can't get any more wild because it's about to i know it is so and yet <laughs> and yet this 
oh, like I truly like there's no words to describe it and I it needs to get like re-released in theaters today I feel like because it would go absolutely insane with the audience yeah, or even just put it I don't think it's on any streaming service like at least make oh. it available to stream on Shutter or something no I watched the uncut version on YouTube because somebody uploaded it there oh. so I was like I might as well just watch the uncut version I wonder uh, what the diff- uncut gems. I wonder what the difference is. I don't think I've ever seen the uncut version. Or the un the uncut or unrated version, uh, whichever uh, <laughs> they had put on. Uh, like it said, like YouTube. I thought YouTube uh, said that they had it. Like you could watch it with ads, and I was like, oh okay. But then they said, and it's like video not available. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck do you have an advertisement for? Okay. So, but thankfully, uh, there was somebody that had uploaded it on YouTube, and so I just watched it on the entirety of there. And just, like, the like the way it starts out, and I'm like, of course they have to, like, bring some kind of illegal animal from, like, school, it's Skull Island. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, can you tell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, like, Peter Jackson has always loved King Kong, and yeah. got to direct it later, but yeah, that's cute reference. Um, no not sure how to feel nowadays about like the portrayal of indigenous people yeah i was like watching and i was like oh no but they are the way i see it is it's the white people that are dumb and that took this yeah when they weren't supposed to it's like this is just about how white people fuck up and this is what happens when you appropriate to this extreme when (laughs) yeah and then like and the guy gets bit and they're just like you have the bite and they just start chopping his hand off yeah. And I was like, okay, we're just going right for it. Just immediately jumping right into it. Yeah, that part scared the shit out of me when I first watched it. For some like, my, my anxious brain is like, that's going to happen to me. <laughs> of all things. Um, God. Don't go outside. <laughs> also, the zoo that they take it to is absolutely wild. Like, yeah. the... The zookeeper is, like, so unfazed by, like, one animal tearing another's arm off. He's like, oh, that's a bummer, or whatever. He just tore, tore the other monkey's arm off and, like, had killed it with, like, a hit. And I was like, oh my what God. the shit? And then the mom, ju- the mom just curb stomping the rat with her yeah. heel. Like, if I was just at the zoo that day, I'd be traumatized. <laughs> she just, like, takes it in. And then, like, she has, like, those people coming over. And even though she's got, like, this horrible wound in her arm and then like her face starts oh, peeling off God. and she's like glue it back on and i was like damn yeah this movie's so gross it's and it's, it's so even like gross. it's not realistic at all like, oh it's no so, it's so fake but it's so gross yeah it's it's more played for laughs than anything and like yeah that's what that's why i like i could handle it more than like okay yeah, I was, like, kind of worried. <laughs> no, like, as soon as I... I f- this for you. As soon as I saw how it was being, like, you know, portrayed and everything, I was like, oh, okay, so this is, like, a comedy horror movie. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, for sure. This for isn't, sure. like, Absolutely. Cannibal Holocaust, where I would just be like, I can't deal with that. No. Oh, I'm... I refuse to watch that. I, I like, Wake and Fright was hard enough, like, knowing... Yeah. Yeah, that's different. I've never but, um, seen it, but, oh. like, I've... I've, I've had people talk to me about it and i've read stuff about it and i'm just like i'm not here for it <laughs> no yeah, thank you like, i'm good um but back to that dinner scene fun fact about like the wound on her arm the uh the mom's wound in shauna the dead is like modeled after that or designed oh. after that. It's like a, yeah like that's like a clear-cut reference and then like there's other 
movies that I, like, think reference this, but could just be coincidence, like, but, like, I've always, you know how much I love your next, and I, yes. I like to believe that that blender kill is a reference to, to Dead Alive, <laughs> 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 head in a blender, yes. I, I want to believe, yes, please, <laughs> that would yes, be amazing, yes, yes. there was, like, I know that they said that, like, uh, something about, like, that, where her ear falls off into the custard sheets, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah! Gross! So gross. Oh, I love it. God bless. <laughs> yeah, like, and uh, everyone knows uh, Eli Roth, and he said that apparently that this film is, like, one of, if not the only film that actually quenched his bloodlust, and I was just like, that's a little terrifying. Okay. So okay. So 911 on speed dial. But anyway. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, this, I think this holds, like, a record for most amount of blood, like, used on a movie or seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's literally, like, the, the part, the, 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 um, the, the, like, physical comedy in this is so good, but when he's, like, literally, like, slipping on blood as he's trying to run away. Yeah. On, at the party. Oh, I love it. Oh. God. It's, uh, yeah, yeah it's, like, like 300 blood. liters of fake blood was used in the final scene. Like, yeah, just that alone. God. See, that's why, um, have you seen Parasite yet? No, but I need to. This, this won't be a dig at that, but just know going in that it's not a horror movie, like some people are saying. Yeah. like, I, I, I enjoyed it and definitely want to see it again, but this is just a little sidebar. I wanted to see it again, but, like, when people described how, like, wild it gets and how gross it gets, I, my mind goes to something like this, like, dead alive, where I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? And, like, (laughs) nothing like that happens, but it's, it's still very good, and- Happy for Bong Joon-ho. That's the end of my sidebar. Like, the Oscar, <laughs> for those listening, the Oscar nominations just came out today, and it's bullshit as usual, but go what Bong ex- Joon-ho. What were we expecting from the Academy? It's like, truly, it's like, they were like, time's up, like, two years ago, and then it's like, guess not. <laughs> well, truly, even, like, last year, guess not, they, they don't get it. Anyway, I should, I'll be here all week if I turn <laughs> off about the Oscars. <laughs> Same. Um, anyways, uh, I, oh, I want to talk about how much I love Paquita in this. Um, God, she's so, like, she just, she's, she's there. She's there for it, and she, like, goes after what she wants, and I love about it. I love how, like, she absolutely has no interest in him at first, and, like, for, for no reason. Like, he's just there as a customer. She's like, oh. Uh. the second she sees the card, uh, she's so cute, and I love that, I mean, there's definitely something that could be discussed about, like, well, uh, well, let me let me say first, I think it's cool that, like, this was, like, the 90s, and, like, in New Zealand, where you wouldn't think about having, like, Latino characters, mm-hmm. and yet she's the romantic lead, and she's, she's so smart, and, like, there, there is, unfortunately, that, effect, like, the whole use of, like, what's it called, like, like, mysticism, magical, like, the tarot, yeah. and everything, and yeah. you think, like, is that why she's a character of color in this but she's much more than that and pretty yeah it's, table it's like her family is like really into it but she just like yeah. ends like she like follows along with it and kind yeah. of believes in it but she like doesn't do it herself because uh i think it's i think she did the the tarot was either before or after but like when he spilled like the pencils and it was like an arrow shape pointing to yeah. him and she yeah. was like oh <laughs> 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 a sign we're all using tarot for romance um, but yeah. then she like she holds her own in the in the end when the, the house is being attacked. Mm-hmm. She does. does I love she, it. She kicks Uncle 
less in the balls, right? Is that was that her? Yeah. I think multiple people kick him in the balls, actually. Which At least should. five times. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, uh, the tarot deck, the tarot cards in the film are actually from Aleister Crowley's uh, uh, Thoth deck. Uh, but two cards, the Star and the Prince of Cups, are different from the ones featured in the deck, and they were actually, uh, people believe, probably especially prepared for the film since mm. they're prominently featured. So I'm just like, yeah. ooh. Yeah, I'd like to know. That's, that's fun. Like, I'm getting more into tarot now, so watching it again this time, I'm like, I would be that bitch that's like, a, ooh, what does my reading say? <laughs> um, the, the, the zombie baby. Uh, the zombie baby. Thoughts? <laughs> I first, like, I was like, where did this come from? I was, I, cause I, you don't when know I where babies watch, come from? no, I know, but I was just, cause I, I must've looked away for a second. Cause whenever I watch <laughs> something, I always have to be doing something else at the same time. So I must've been Aww. looking down for a so second. You, then I look up and I'm just you, like, zombie baby. You missed the zombies fucking on screen. Is, is that what you're saying? I guess I missed <laughs> Because they are full on fucking in one scene and that's how the baby comes. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I must've missed it. Cause I was just. <laughs> Oh, because I was, like, not expecting that to happen. I was like, that came out of nowhere real fast. But I was like, all right, I'll roll with it. It's fine. No, like, I figured when they were in the kitchen at the dining room scene, I was like, oh, it's those two. And so, yeah. But I guess I just missed, like, how it's it came to that, be. That crucial moment. <laughs> crucial the, moment. It's the, it's the priest and the nurse. God. Oh, my God. I love the I kick ass for the Lord is one of the most iconic lines <laughs> in horror. The, the, the graveyard scene where he's just kicking zombie ass and then he just gets bit and then thrown onto the, like, top of a headstone. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the graveyard scene, like, the main bully in that that eventually becomes a torso, he's in, like, Peter Jackson's later stuff, too. Like, he's in all the Hobbit movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so he's one of my, Jed Brophy is his name, he's one of, like, my top listed actors for the year on Letterboxd right now because I just watched all the Hobbit movies and this. I was like, oh, you've watched four Jed Brophy films. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> I love it. Um, and, like, I love the, the park scene with... I don't yes! even know what the hell he was trying to do there with the baby. <laughs> well, well, what happened was Peter Jackson had, like, an extra day or so of shooting and was like, well, let's just do this. Oh, my God. It's so... I love that scene. It's so, it's so funny. Yeah, what was he trying to do? It's like... I mean, it checks out because Lionel's a boob. And so he's just yeah. like, well, I, I have this baby now. I might as well take it to the park. And he, I guess, bought a bassinet because he has one. <laughs> I guess so. It's so funny. <laughs> and then the, the, the shots of him wailing on this baby and people's reactions to it just like um, horrified and they, and they the, don't do anything <laughs> friend, this... friend walsh has a cameo in that scene too the co-writer slash uh peter jackson's wife oh my god she's so much more than that though she's my mother she's <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you look i mean you look at paquita you look at like all the cool female characters we have in lord of the rings even like up until then it's like I'm sure we have Fran Walsh to thank for for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's good to pay attention to like collaborating with with female writers and everything. Like that's important, even if I don't care if it's your spouse or not. But I think yeah. it's good though that they team up. You know. 
That's it's neat. I li- I like it. It's like when uh uh oh shit I had his name in my head. Uh, the guy that directed uh, Mad Max Fury wrote his wife did the editing. George Miller. Yeah. George Miller. Yes. Yeah. George Miller. Yes. Uh, and I was just like yes, so good. So. <laughs> Just involve women in it, and it's like your film's probably gonna be even even better than you think it's gonna be. Fuck yeah! But if women wanna be nominated, they should make better movies. (laughs) Fucking idiots! (laughs) I said today I'm just gonna make a award show for my uh, on my own, and it's just gonna be called uh, "Fuck the Hollywood Foreign Press Agency," (laughs) and. John Mulaney is the only uh, white man allowed to host. <laughs> <laughs> he and Nick Kroll need to host as, as Gil and. Yes, please. What's his? What's John Mulaney's name in it? In all uh, Leroy? No. Uh, Leroy? I don't know. <laughs> I was just taking a guess. Sorry, I should never mind. Gil and George. George. <laughs> Gil George and Gil. Thank you. George and Gil. Oh yes. God. Yeah, I, don't I know forgot. Why. That's my brother's name. You think I'd remember something like that? Ah, ah, ah. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Um, so I did a wi- illegal wildlife trade because I figured. Oh, okay. That's yeah, going on that, in the that, film. That makes sense. Yeah. I was like, and we've already covered pop culture and zombies. I don't think we can really. Yeah. So it's like, I hope we have a lot more crimes and future zombie stuff going on. Zombie crime. <laughs> zombie well, crime. I mean, zombies technically are committing crimes <laughs> by eating people. Uh, so the and there's even an example. I did. I found a case really recently, just last year, uh, of illegal wildlife trade. So a oh. uh, little bit of background on it. Uh, the illegal wildlife trade industry is estimated to be a multi-billion-dollar business. Uh, involving the unlawful harvest of and trade in live animals, plants, or parts and products derived from them. They can be traded as skins, leather goods, or souvenirs, as food or traditional medicine, as pets, and in many other forms. Uh, They run the gamut for illegal logging of protected forests to supply the demand for exotic woods, uh, to the illegal fishing of endangered marine life for food, and the poaching of elephants to supply the demand for ivory, which is one of the biggest and most well-known ones. Um, Often it is unsustainable. It harms wildlife populations of animals and plants and pushes endangered species towards extinction. And thousands of wildlife species are threatened by illegal and unsustainable wildlife trade as a result of this. Uh, In recent months, significant media attention has gone to the plight of the world's rhinoceros species, which are facing increased poaching as demand for their horns increases in Asia. Uh, this is because in parts, some parts of Asia, uh, rhino horn is considered to be a powerful traditional medicine used to treat a variety of ailments, but there's little scientific evidence to support those claims, uh, and despite that, the dramatic rise in poaching to supply is pushing them towards the brink of extinction. So the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, which is also uh, called CITES, Uh, brought together over 179 nations uh, to combat the illegal and unsustainable wildlife trade through a uniform regulatory regime and increased coordination on a global scale. So, like, every country has somebody. Um, So one of ours is, like, you know, the United States Environmental Protection Agency. uh, They generally coordinate with other countries to, you know, check out and take care of any 
illegal crimes reported to them that people have found. Uh, one example of this is a arrest of the upstate New York man named Christopher Kasati of Amherst. He was charged with violating the Lacey Act and U.S. Animal Warfare Act based on his alleged smuggling of African wildcats to interstate commerce. Uh, according to U.S. Attorney James Kennedy, he was doing business uh, with his website that he called ExoticCubs.com, and he imported and sold dozen of desert cat desert links that are like caracals, which had those little tufts on their ears with little black ears that had those long tufts, uh, and servals between February and June of 2018. Uh, these species are both protected, and they are restricted from commercial possession and sale under New York law but there are states in the United States that do allow the ownership of African cats, which I think is bullshit. But that's yeah. not here nor there. So he's also been charged with disguising his commercial activity by falsely declaring the animals as domesticated breeds, which there are types, which like, you know, the Savannah cats and Bengal cats on shipping records. Uh, he's failed to comply with humane care standards under the Animal Warfare Act and secure the necessary license from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to sell these kind of exotic breeds of cats. So, like, if he was selling savannas uh, or Bengal cats and he didn't have the license, he still would be in trouble for it. Because even though those are uh, domesticated breeds, you still have to have a license to deal with these types of animals since they are still technically kind of wild. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to the charges. Uh, a federal grand jury did indict him on those, uh, which carries a maximum of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. Uh, he was released from custody on conditions imposed by the court, but he's due back uh, in court on January 23rd for a status hearing. Uh, many of the cats that were seized by the environmental crime section from the Department of Justice after his website was reported uh, or ones that were surrendered voluntarily uh, are now living in sanctuaries. Uh, and some of the cats are still with their buyers because of the states that allow the ownership. And usually not a lot of these cases turn out so happy because not many of them survive the experience simply because of their environment or their lack of being able to be taken care of by their owners because they're not like, you know, domesticated cats and dogs and stuff like that. They have different needs and it can even turn deadly. Like you've heard of wild uh, animals being kept as pets that attack their owners and stuff like that gorilla that one time. And I was like, yeah, don't, don't be owning wild pets, man. So, and like tigers and the elephant uh, ivory trade industry are two of the biggest ones that are still uh, being talked about in like, most concerned at this point since a lot of people want to try to own tigers as pets mm. and so it's like there's so many cases out there and it's insane and just people are just always encouraged that like if they see something or they you know find this website that sounds you know they're selling these wild cats or wild pets in the united states or in, in any country uh, to report them because yeah, no. otherwise it's just you know we're driving these creatures towards extinction and just like you just you're stealing these animals from their habitat and this is why they can't really survive because they're not in their habitat as well so it's it, it's make me mad but you know I care yeah. much for animals um, and I'm not sure don't quote me on this <laughs> but 
it's, I think scientists have been observing elephants recently that they have begun uh, preferring to mate with elephants that don't have tusks because sometimes mutual male elephants just they don't develop them mm-hmm. um, and they think that's it because of poaching and it's just kind of like they recognize that they're coming for the tusks on their face so they just start breeding with elephants that don't have them mm. so I'm like that's really sad <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. So, so to hopefully get up more uh, from the sadness of the illegal wildlife trade, is this movie gay? <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> no, but no. I feel like, <laughs> although, um, there is a trope, especially in horror, of like men that are very close with their moms. Mm. That I think could be explored. I don't think it really is in this. It's more about her jealousy when he does get a female partner. But yeah. I know a lot of, even in, like going back to like Psycho, the whole Norman Bates thing, which you, you can kind of get vibes with this, except Lionel, you know, doesn't go that far. Yeah. But like there's usually a queer subtext to some kind of relationship like that, even though that's not a fair representation of gay men. No. But I'm just saying that seems to be a trope in horror a lot, but I don't think the film really goes there, but that, I just thought that was worth mentioning that sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, like, in this movie, it's so wild in that at the end, when she tries, when she's, like, that huge creature on top of the house, <gasps> and then she's yeah. like, no one will ever love you like your mother, and then when she, like, tries, like, she her stomach opens up, and she, like, tries to pull him it's in. It's her womb! It's her womb! She tries to like, put him back in the womb! It's I was wild. like, dude! Dude! With a lot of fuck <laughs> metaphors! <laughs> we are literal here. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That's, that's good. That's good stuff right there. It's so, like, like, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really know how else to describe it like i just would definitely recommend people don't look at any kind of clips or anything just kind of just go into it blind oh yeah uh, and and the animal you warned me about the animal death and i was just kind of like oh so i kind of like looked it up and i was and then when it happened i was like oh. <laughs> yeah your mother ate my dog it wasn't Aww. as bad as i thought it was gonna be because it was yeah. more comedic so i was it's like that- okay yeah, it's hilarious. But I just yeah, pulled I just, the tail out, and I was like, uh, not all of them. And I was, yeah, I just thought I should warn you. There's a lot of yeah. harm uh, animals in this. But it's so, like, I was I, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but when he was, when he had the lawnmower at the end, uh-huh. and he was just going to town, I was like, I'm getting Evil Dead 2 vibes for some reason. Or just, I don't, I don't know, yeah. it was just something, something reminded me about it. Because he had, like, this huge... Because we- it's another power tool meant for home. <laughs> meant for the home. Um, meant for the home, but used on zombies. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> no, it's just like, aha. That's why uh, by, the, by the Evil Dead remake, they just had to use a, an electric, like, turkey carver instead. Oh, my God. Appliances. Damn. <laughs> but it's, it's so fun, and uh, it was, like, last, like, the October 2018 when Peter Jackson mentioned that he wanted to get this on Blu-ray and redistributed. Yeah, and I've been waiting. I'm waiting, Peter, and there hasn't been any updates since. Peter. Um, what you doing? Let's use, go. Use that King Kong money, Peter. <laughs> um, surprisingly, as of 
2015. This film has not been released on DVD in New Zealand. Uh, oh, that's weird. I know. I'm like, what? That doesn't they seem right. It. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I would imagine that they would love this because um, I talked I know to Elmer some. Kane likes it. That's the only New Zealander I've heard voice an opinion on this. <laughs> and if Elric Kane approves, <laughs> I asked my uh, one of my friends that lives in England because uh, mm-hmm. he's a fan of horror movies, and I was like thoughts on uh dead alive aka brain dead and he's like i haven't seen it in years but it slaps so hard <laughs> still and i was like it sure does it does it really does it's it's so fun and it's like if you're down for a bunch of com- comedy horror uh and because that's one of my favorite genres of all time same, uh, <laughs> just go for it you won't ha- you won't regret it and it's on youtube so you can easily watch it so there we go there you are. Just like that. That's that. <laughs> All right. Do you want to wind down? Sure. So much to talk about, talk about since we've been gone two weeks. Ah, God, so much. Do you want to go first? Sure. Shall oh, I? Sure. Yeah. I'll go first. I mean, I just uh, I watched all the Hobbit movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw Parasite, like I mentioned. Um, oh, I did want to mention I watched um this movie called Paradise Hills that you can watch for free on Canopy if you have a library card. Ooh. And it's about... It's a... I don't... It's not, like, great, I don't think, but, like, it's very ambitious and, like, I really liked the, like, the style and design of everything in it. It's about this girl and, like, I'm assuming it's the near future just because of the design elements, but she's sent to this... She doesn't want to marry this rich guy. She doesn't want to be married off to this rich guy. And so mm-hmm. they sent her off to this, like, island where Mila Jovovich is going to teach you how to be a lady and be Ooh. the perfect woman. And, like, all these other girls are there for different reasons. Like, Aquafina's there. Aquafina's there. I mean, there's that. <laughs> there's, this, there's this one gal. D- Dumplin's there. And it's Ooh. it's funny because she's like, well, my, my sister's a beauty queen and they want me to be like that. And I'm like, you're Dumplin! You got this! <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and you, you soon learn. It's very, like, sci-fi, but sci-fi horror i would say um i don't don't look too much into it just it's it's really interesting i think um one of the guys from mama mia here we go again shows up and i'm like (laughs) i don't trust that (laughs) god also i watched um up until last night the only pedro almodovar movie i had seen was i'm so excited which is agreed to be his worst one and i was like i should fix this and so They've been showing a lot of movies in L.A. at the Arrow Theater. And so I saw Law of Desire and Matador. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure how to feel about Matador, but Law of Desire was really good. Uh, Antonio Banderas play, plays a murderer in it, so I'm just like, yes, oh. a gay murderer. Oh. Like, oh. This, is, this is something that can be so personal, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. I want to I want to watch Pain and Glory. He got nominated for it yeah, today. I haven't watched anything with Antonio Banderas in so long. Like he was my childhood though, because Spy Kids and stuff. So I'm like, I need to oh, get, yeah. I need to get back on that train. Have you seen Philadelphia? No. I, oh god. Well, I finally watched that like last year, and he's. I mean, he's great in it. I just. But that, that's a heartbreaking movie. Oh my god. Is that the one with Tom Hanks? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I've heard so much about it, and I'm just like, I need to watch it. Just gotta sit down and watch it one day. It was like just, it was the first mainstream movie to address AIDS, essentially. Yeah. Like it, they they told Tom Hanks that this would ruin his career, and he's like, anyway. <laughs> Anyways. And, and then like, his Jonathan ex- Demi. Jonathan Demi was like hot off a of Silence of the Lambs. Like, what are you gonna do next? It's like, what if I made what? this AIDS movie? To tell people how much it fucking sucks. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> All I right. Just, yeah. Not a horror movie, but real life horror, you know. But uh, Oh, yeah. So that's, I don't know why I brought up Philadelphia. Anyways, <laughs> you can go next. <laughs> and, that, and then his acceptance speech inspired In-N-Out. Oh, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> oh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> so good. Um, so I watched... Oh, I watched a fair amount of stuff. Um, I've been watching, like, these documentaries that are all on YouTube, like, horror stuff, and I watched, like, one about uh, Michael Myers. The, it was the 40th anniversary, around the time before uh, they were releasing 2018's uh, horror Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. And the narrator was so good. I think his name was, like, uh, Dylan Sharp or something along those lines. Like, he had a really good narrator voice, and it was just so well done. I loved it. Uh, I think it's called uh, The Shape, you know, documentary of uh, Halloween, and it just kind of okay. goes into it. And then I watched one about Scream, um, and I think it was before mm. the fourth one came out because it went up to the third one, and that's about it. Um, so I've just, I've been <laughs> watching that. I just that's... hated the fourth one. Yes. Uh, and then one of my favorites uh, was um, the, the, the VFX shops, like, the do the horror stuff for, like, Predator... Um, and just so many different other, uh, movies and stuff like that, that, like, how they designed all these, uh, practical effects, things like that, and I'm just, I'm just like, oh, if I wasn't into graphic design, like, this would have been my thing, I would have been so into making, like, costumes and, uh, different, uh, you know, props for, like, any types of movies, but mainly horror ones. Yeah, um, like, I've, I've done props for, like, theater, and I wish I was that talented at making them, because that's what I would make my career out of. It's so <laughs> cool. Just making fucking horror props and sticking to practical effects, and probably yes. not getting a lot of work, because who does that nowadays? <laughs> wow. Just gotta go with Guillermo del Toro, because he's doing it for us. <laughs> I, I will, you know what? <laughs> I will. So, um, and I watched, uh... It was in December, but I watched Tigers Are Not Afraid uh, on Shudder. I loved it. It was great. Um, And then I watched a couple, like, I watched the, I watched The Missing Link the other day, because that won for the Academy Award against, like, big companies, (laughs) and I was like, Leica, hell yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) We were like, whoa, okay. Um, It was a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I love Hugh Jackman, and I love having fun. Yeah, he's the he's the lead guy, and uh, Zoe Saldana plays the plays the female character that is not his love interest, and I loved it. I was like, yes, this is good. <laughs> it was it was really fun. It's really cute. It's on Hulu, um, so if you have that, you can definitely watch it. Um, and I also watched the third How to Train Your Dragon movie because uh, I was I was preventing it off for so long because I was like, I don't want this to end. <laughs> I know I'm gonna cry, and I did, um, but it was also really good. I I have. I have issues with the light furious design, but that's just in and of itself. I'm just, uh, <laughs> like, why, why is she white? She's supposed to be 
whatever. Um, there was somebody that did a huge <laughs> long post about it that I was just like, you articulated it perfectly. Um, and also Little Women I saw <gasps> on Christmas yes. Day. And I was just like, I could go back and watch that movie again so many times. Miss Berwick. Um, just ruining my life. Um, so that's, that's mainly what I've been watching, just basically documentary stuff on YouTube and then just <laughs> stuff on, uh, my watch list that I have on all the different streaming sites. Um, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just getting ready for Invisible Man since that's coming out next month. Oh and I'm God. just like, counting the days down. I was, I was thinking about that today. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just like thinking about, I'm just like, I can't believe like he took, Lee took the fact that like the original of, idea of the Invisible Man, and just turning it into, like, this is an absolute nightmare situation, but, yeah. like, having it focus on the woman who is going through it more yeah, like than... using it to talk about abuse and gaslighting? Yeah! That's brilliant! I just... Oh. oh! The flavor! <laughs> it's so good, like, because and, and, I was re-watching the trailer the other day, and it's, mm -hmm. like, the whole premise is to, like... You know, she he's gonna she's gonna get like this amount of money as long as she can prove that she's like mentally competent. Mm -hmm. And this is a complete way to like control her and drive her insane, but nobody else is seeing it. I'm just like, Oh my god. I'm just so excited for it. I'm ready for it and uh I'm I'm let's go. I'm so ready. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of horror coming out like this month and next. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for, for turning, too. Yes! So. Oh, my God. Because I had uh, some of my friends just watch the trailer for uh, the turning, and they're like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it could be one of those things where the trailer wasn't done really well, because, or, you know, how that happens sometimes for the movies, shit, yeah. but the trailer's amazing, but, and then vice versa. Um, and I'm like, but you should definitely give it a check out, because it's, you know... Uh, it's a, it's a woman-directed horror film, and mm -hmm. I will always, always advocate for going to see a woman-directed horror film, because I always feel like that has something a little more to say than, you know, a man directing a horror film. Here, here. So, that's just, that's, yeah. that's just my onion. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the, I haven't read the novella it's based on, but I've seen The Innocence, and that one's wild, so, like... Ooh. I know that the source material is interesting, and, yeah, the, it, it's not that great of a trailer, but I'm like... Female-directed horror, Mackenzie Davis. Really yes. interesting source material. Like, if they do the ending that The Innocence does, holy shit. Let's see. So we'll see. <laughs> 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 and that was in the 60s. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to be in for a wild ride. I'm ready for it. Yeah. So where can we uh, find you on social media? No, I'm at Dyke Madden <laughs> on Twitter. I'll I'm just be yelling about Rocket Man and how it should have been nominated. Oh uh, God! I don't even get me started. I will get... <laughs> I, just the clownery, the absolute clownery. <laughs> Clown makeup on. Here come the clowns. It's just the HFPA. Stop. <laughs> oh yeah, I, fi I finally watched Joker. I, well, I blocked that from my mind. <laughs> trying to eternal sunshine that from my memory. Yeah, I watched J that piece of shit Joker. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Didn't you, like, you were talking about it with Cindy and you were like, five years ago, if I had been told that, you know, Joaquin Phoenix was gonna be nominated, 
And I would have hated who what it's nominated for. I would have been, like, in shock. Not even five years ago. Like, if you told me a year ago when I was, like, why isn't you were never really here nominated? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what he should be winning an Oscar for, not this garbage. Oh, my God. Garbage day. Garbage. Uh, anyways, you can find us at Horror Time Pod. <laughs> I'm also at LM Designs on Twitter, and we have a Facebook Stop Horror Time Pod. Uh, our Gmail is Stop Horror Time at Gmail, and we also have our lovely little blog that go updates every week alongside the podcast. Uh, so if you have any people that want to know more about horror movies but are not big fans of watching them, our podcast is for you. So just spread the word, you know, share it. Uh, tell your friends about it, and we look forward to talking about next week's movie with you guys. See you later. See ya.